we have been looking at the exhortation line, deny yourself and following Jesus. And yesterday we began by looking at what are the costs? What, how, how can we achieve this? How can we uh, deny ourselves? We didn't mention the first thing is encounter with Jesus. Any man, woman, family, individual that yet to have an encounter with Jesus, such a person, we obviously find it really difficult even to deny themselves. And that's why the Bible tells us, so I will need somebody to read for us um, from the book of Mark, chapter 1, verse 16 to 20. But not now, when the time comes, I'll let you know. Now, you see, that is why unbelievers, when they see, when unbelievers, the people that the, the Bible describes as fools, the fool said there's no God in his heart. When unbelievers see Christians, you know what, you know, one of the things that some of them, you know, may call Christians, they say these ones, they are just too gentle for my liking. Mm, they are, you know, uh, these ones, you know, even if you offend them, they forgive you. And now, to them, they may not understand. Why? Because their lives, their, 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 their life is full of the old man. But for the life of a Christian who has accepted Jesus, there has been an exchange. There's a switch in the spiritual realm. The old life has been, has been, has been put, you know, put, put in the garbage. And a new life in Christ Jesus has been planted in us. So, brethren, for you to begin to deny yourself, it doesn't. It's not something you you just say. Oh, uh, you know, you are lucky. No, Christians, we don't do luck. We don't do luck. We are blessed people, or we believe in miracle. Now, I want you to tell yourself, I believe in miracle, and I will see miracle. Amen. So, brethren, encounter with Jesus is the key. Encounter with Jesus is the key. Do you know there are many homes, there are many uh, organizations and society right now, or maybe families that are in disarray. If, if, you see, if, if one person have an encounter with Jesus, that will turn things around. That will turn things around. That will turn things around. My prayer for you is that the Lord we visit you in the mighty name of Jesus. Anyone that is not saved in your home, this morning the Lord will visit them and rescue their soul in the name of Jesus. You see, all of these things, we say it by, even by experience, aside from what the Lord has written in the world, by experience, by experience. Now, turn your Bible with me to Mark chapter 1, verse 16 to 20. If you are there, you can read, read for us with a loud voice. You cannot mute your device. You are you are muted. Uh, if you are reading, Mark chapter one from verse sixteen. Now, as he walked by the Sea of Galilee, he saw Simon and Andrew, his brother, casting a net into the sea, for they were fishers. And Jesus said unto them, Come ye after me, and I will make you to become fishers of men. Verses eighteen. And straightway they forsook their nets and followed him. Verse 19, and when he had gone a little further thence, he saw James, the son of 
um, Zebedee and John, his brother, who also were in the ship mending their nets. Verse 20, and straightway he called them, and they left their father Zebedee in the ship with the hired servants and went after him. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And they went after him. Praise the Lord. Thank you for reading. Brethren, for us to be able to deny ourselves one other conditions or price that needs to be paid is the cost of discipleship. Jesus Christ, at the beginning of his ministry, do you know that Jesus Christ spent bulk of his time on discipleship? He spent majority of his time spending time with the disciples. He go about, you know, looking for them one by one at the beginning of his ministry. Now, why would Jesus spend so much time with his disciples? He taught them how to pray. He expounded the kingdom of God to them. He taught them the mysteries of the kingdom. He, he did so many, many mighty miracles. But the Bible made us to understand that the Lord Jesus Christ, he appointed this one so that they may be with him. He appointed them so that they may be with him. I read from the book of Luke chapter 10, verse 1. After this thing, the Lord appointed other 70 and sent them two by two before his face, before his face into every city and place and where he would come. So now, if you now go back to this book of Mark, chapter one, you will see that Jesus Christ, at the onset of his ministry, he, he was purposeful. He was purposeful about selecting the people that want to work with him. Now, if you look at the process, this way adult men, this way adult. And that's why when you get saved, salvation is not a question of age. If somebody is 80 years old and is here to accept Jesus, if the person by, by election of grace accepted Jesus today, such a person needs to be discipled. He needs to be discipled. The person needs to be taught what it means to become a Christian or become a follower of, of, of Jesus Christ. Because in discipleship, the old nature begins to share the way. In discipleship, you know, the new mind is cultivated. In discipleship, you begin to learn the ways of God. The Bible said that he made known his ways unto Moses and his acts unto the children of Israel. What does that imply to us, brethren? It means that God wants to make his way known. So in the process of you knowing the way of God, you begin to deny yourself. You begin to rule over self. You begin to rule over self. You begin to rule over every form of ego. Now, Jesus Christ found Simon and Andrew's brother. He found them by the seaside. So if you are here this morning, and though you are born again, but you still find yourself 
And that will explain why many people again and again, they keep struggling with the same problem. It is because there are a lot of people who accepted Christ, but they never, they, they, they never went through any foundational class. They never. They never went through any foundational class. I'll give you an example. Now, as a church, you see, the, the believers class, the workers training, it's a foundational class. Now, you will observe that, or let me use uh, the case of one of our sisters as an example. Even though she has gone through this class, uh, you know, in, uh, one or two years or you know, years back, you know, years ago, she decided again that she was going to be enrolled and she joined the class. Now, brethren, in the process of doing this, there are many things that God will expose you to. But what we see today in many churches, and that explains why, though people may be born again, but they still their life can be separated from the world. Why? Because they have not learned such certain, you know, certain basic tenets of Christianity. They don't really know what it means to be a Christian. They have not been rooted. They have not been grounded in the gospel of Christ. So, brethren, one for you to really deny your own, your, your own yourself, I tell you, you need to be discipled. You need to be discipled. You need to be discipled and learn the ways of God. You need to be, you know, you need to be counseled. You need to be educated about the ways of God. It is just like when you get get hired. When you get hired and you go to a place, they won't just uh, you just you won't just start, you know, you know, maybe if it is customer service, you won't just start making phone calls that same day. They will take you through what they call shadowing, or some people they call it mentorship, or they are different number, or some they call it Y Connect and different things. The essence of that is that you learn the process, brethren, is no different from the from spiritual matters. Spiritual matters, the processes needs to be learned. My prayer for you this morning is that even as you continue to abide in the word of God, the flesh will not reign over you in Jesus' name. Now, if you find out anyone that has been discipled and we are still in the process of all, all of us being in the process of being discipled, you see that they have a willingness to do the work of God. They have a willingness to serve God. They have a willingness, they can, they don't, they don't go tied to their any any ego. They have that willingness even to serve God. Why? There's a nature that has been implanted in them through discipleship. As a church, we have many platforms. For instance, so even if even if even if you have been born again for 30 years and you are yet to go through the believers class, I want to strongly encourage you to, en to enroll for the next one. I want to strongly encourage you to it is good for your soul. It is good for your for your Christian work. You hear some people they say, Oh, oh, yeah, she was a Christian, but all of a sudden he turned back. You will not turn back in the name of Jesus. 
You see, what sustains a building is the foundation. What will sustain you as a Christian is the foundation, the doctrine, the word of God that you have received. That's what keeps you in the face of trials of life. If we tell you that there's no challenge, oh no, of course there is. Just like one of the father in the faith was saying yesterday at the Holy Ghost service. He was saying why, well, you know, he was, you know, talking about his upcoming autobiography. And uh, he said, ah, this book is not complete, but there's one chapter missing, talking about the challenges we face. Now, so it doesn't mean there's not going to be challenges as being born again. But if you are rooted, you have been discipled by Christ himself. I tell you one thing, God gives you the grace to weather them. As the storms are rising, you already, you are planted on the, on the solid ground. You are holding on to the word of God. There are people, even in the church today, who still don't know what it means to hold on to the word of God. Some people don't have a scripture that they can say they are holding on to. They can't pinpoint a particular scripture that defines their life. They can't pinpoint a particular scripture for their family. They can't. They can't attest to one scripture to say, oh, this scripture, I'm holding on. This is what God said concerning me. This is what God said concerning my children. This is what God said concerning my husband. This is what God said concerning my, my, my wife. This is what God said concerning my parents, and so on. So, brethren, the place of discipleship, you can't rule it out if you really want to deny yourself. Self-denier. I tell you, this flesh will always be at, against the spirit. But so the flesh will not want you to, to deny him. You think the flesh wants you to fast? The flesh wants you to study the Bible before you eat? You think the flesh wants you to pray before you, you know, before you do another thing? No. You think the flesh wants you to attend revival hour? The flesh does not want you to do all those things. But when, when, you, when you have been discipled, when you have encountered Jesus, you will see that there is need for you to be planted spiritually in order to grow. Brethren, many people, they are still engaged in worldly things. For instance, maybe we take as the example of wide party. There are instances of parties in the Bible, but the Bible teaches us moderation as believers, as children of God. We are not among them that engage in wide parties. The trend we are seeing now is even in our city here, among Christians, immigrants as well, they do wide party to celebrate their birthday. Don't get me wrong. There is nothing wrong in marking birthday, but in moderation. We must not mark birthday like the way unbelievers are marking their birthday. We must not do it the way they are doing their own. We must, we must, we must, we must do things in a moderate way. Now, the word moderation is a big word in the ear of an unbeliever. But to the one that have encountered Jesus, to the one that have been properly discipled through the word of God, they know what it means. I want you to bow down your head, whatever you may be this morning, and begin to talk to God this morning. Are there areas of your life where you are still struggling to overcome yourself? And do you know that until you overcome yourself, I tell you, 
even your relationship with people, your relationship with God, there's going to be some form of question mark. So begin to lift up your voice first and appreciate you for the word you have heard this morning. And then your next prayer point, you are going to be praying, asking the Lord this morning that the Lord will help you. The Lord will give you victory over the works of the flesh. The Lord will separate you totally from the world. The world are doing this and you are jumping them. They are doing this, you are there. You are doing this, you are there. No, you can't continue like that. The one that has denied himself knows how to refrain himself. Cry to God this morning. Now, if you're here this morning, you are not born again. Brethren, I want you to know the first step in gaining victory over self, this old nature, I tell you it is by surrendering your life to Christ. Christ take away the old nature and put a new nature in you. And then you can begin to walk before him and be perfect. Like that's, you know, like that songwriter said, make me walk before you, oh my, make me perfect before you, oh my. So you are here this morning, you are not born again. I want you to raise up your right hand and say, Lord Jesus, I come to you today as sinner. Please forgive me my sins. Write my name in the book of life. Lord Jesus, I plead with you. Remove the desire for sin from my heart and plant the desire for righteousness. Lord Jesus, fill me with your spirit as from today that I may please you and give me victory over the works of the flesh. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. Now, brethren, you are going to lift up your voice. You are going to say, Father, thank you for sending your word unto me. Make that your prayer this morning. Father, thank you for sending your word unto me and to my household. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. Your next prayer, you are going to say, Father, help me to overcome the work of the flesh. Help me to rule over the flesh. Help me to rule over the flesh. Grant me total victory over the works of the flesh. Go ahead and make that your prayer. Brethren, this is the greatest enemy of mankind, the flesh. The flesh, the flesh, the flesh, the flesh, the flesh. Cry to God this morning and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, give me victory over the flesh. In Jesus' mighty name, we are afraid. You are going to commit even the tomorrow services. And today we have retreat as well. You are going to say, Father, tomorrow services are before you. Let your name alone be glorified. Draft multitude of souls into your church as many that are in depression. Father, bring them and lose them from the oppression of the wicked in the name of Jesus. Let's make that our prayer this morning in the name of Jesus. Father, we lift up tomorrow's services into your hand. Have your will, Lord. Draft souls into your church and let your name be glorified. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Now commit yourself into the hand of God. Commit the day into the hand of God. Pray that the Lord will order your step. In the name of Jesus, go ahead and begin to pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, order my step today. Order the step of my family. I plead the blood of Jesus. There shall be no loss of any kind in our home, in our, in our camp. In the name of Jesus, Lord, I bless your name. In Jesus' most powerful name, we have prayed.
Let somebody shout it big. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you for this blessed morning. Thank you for the word for this morning. Lord, I commit your children. Let this word bear fruit in their heart. Lord, by the reason of this word, Father, let there be great transformation, great miracles, signs and wonders in their lives, in their homes, in their business, in their career, in the name of Jesus, and in, your church, in the mighty name of Jesus. As you go out today, the Lord will go with you. He will order yourself. No evil shall before you. No evil shall before members of your household. In Jesus' mighty name, we have friends.